Hello everyone, this is Rosie, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of my podcast called My Intrusive Thoughts. Before I start with anything, you know, before I say anything, I just want to point out that this episode is purely for the sake of my own indulgence. You know, this is purely for the sake of me having a space to just talk about this because everybody else around me right now is busy with their lives and I've just had a pretty life-changing experience in regards to this topic that I'm discussing today and it may not seem like a big deal to a lot of people but to me it is and I just want to share it with people who have similar experiences who feel the same way all across the globe so here I am and yeah let's get started so a lot of you people who are regular you know listeners of my podcast and some of you who actually know me in real life know the fact that I am a BTS ARMY and I have been for almost seven years now so that has pretty much dominated my like my personality <laughs> it, it is a personality trait at this point right liking BTS music supporting them cheering them on it's part of the personality it just you know it comes with it it just comes with the package anyway so <laughs> I feel like supporting them and becoming an army itself has been such a life-changing experience for me because not only did it open up you know incredible doors which led to incredible experiences in terms of meeting new people learning a whole new language and just experiencing a different culture and also changing my view on life on people on how you know i can be a better person and yes, it sounds all very dramatic when you think of it in, you know, the bigger picture. You're like, how can seven guys, you know, making music and dancing change your life? But the fact is that they did. And it all started with me <laughs> coming across this video of um, Park Jimin, one of the BTS members, running across a field in what's appeared to be autumn with his candy pink hair and then he turns around and he reaches his hand out and oh my god i was sold <laughs> that is all i needed to be sold because everything about that teaser that mv and i'm talking about spring day if you don't know it's one of their songs and it talks about friendship and longing and how to put it the sadness you feel when you're apart from somebody that you love and that urge to you know get to them to be able to either go back in time or you know just a place a time where you could be together and it's such a beautiful song and when i heard that song i was not really very fluent in korean so i had to google the lyrics and you know translate them and they were beautiful and i was just sold okay the way they express, the way they talk about their emotions, the way the melodies, you know, sort of entwine with the concepts and with the visuals 
and with the voices that they have like everything works such beautifully together you know they have such a beautiful synergy as a group as individuals who sort of click together i was just you know instantly in love and i haven't looked back since then i've just fallen more and more in love with their craft and as i got to know them better i fell for them not only as a group but as individuals as people of a society who have distinct values and opinions and people who just you know want to be better and i think that has been such an inspiration for me as a person just watching them accept and acknowledge the things that they did and doing that you know on such a global level cuz they're not just you know some korean band uh living in seoul and making music now they're a global act at this point five times grammy nominated and you know winners of so many different awards and you know just watching them lead life the way they do in the spotlight and also whilst doing all of that for them to be able to maintain this innocence this you know personality this realness you know that they have the fact that they're still the same that they were before debut the fact yes they've grown up obviously they've matured as people but you can find the same little quirks and you know just the same little habits that they had and just the same personalities you know that they had before and fame and all this global attention did not take away that from them because at the end of the day they're just like seven guys who like to chill together and make food and talk and laugh together and make music because that's what they love doing so it has given me inspiration it has warmed my heart it has cheered me up on my bad days just watching them interact together just watching them playing games together just watching them troll each other cuz they somehow became this perfect family for me you know this this safe space for me where i could see that there is good in this world just watching them interact with each other watching them look out for each other watching them support each other watching them you know lead each other when they're feeling down it just made me believe that goodness exists that you know there are people who are selfless anyways i'm probably going to be going on different rants and off tangent a lot during this video because when it comes to bts i can talk for days i think and you know i was actually planning to do like this little series about bts because i know for sure that i cannot just you know talk about bts in one episode <laughs> it has to be a whole series so i'm planning to do that but for now i want to focus on this particular album that i'm about to review for you guys and before i talk about the album and the singer himself i want to touch upon the dynamics of the group for now so we have seven members right uh do i do the fan chant okay let me just do it kim nam jun kim seok jin min yoong ki jung ha seok <laughs> i'm just laughing at myself park ji min kim tae yong jung jung kuk bts 
anyways, so these are the seven members and basically uh, for the past year, they have not been doing any group activities. They are on sort of a break and this is called the chapter two of BTS because they're focusing more on their solo projects. And when the news broke out, it was, you know, chaos because every media outlet was just licking it up and you know just twisting their words and it was just a whole mess i remember my timeline was crazy that day because and even bts they were so you know weirded out by how the media had taken the whole thing because they are very honest you know as far as band fan relationship is concerned artist fan relationship is concerned they're very open with armies and so they did this like whole a talk where they sat down and they basically just you know confessed whatever they felt it was such a heartfelt conversation and then the media went and made a whole deal out of it but anyways after that they started you know pursuing their own solo careers whilst also you know cheering for each other supporting each other and they are bound to come back in 2025 which uh recently has been you know clarified that 2025 is not the goal so it's just tentative date but obviously when they you know they have to enlist as well so when they get back from their enlistments they would need some time to adjust back and then you know regroup and everything so we're hoping that at the very earliest we're probably going to be getting a full ot7 bts um you know schedule or you know what is it called activity by 2026 2027 but we don't you know we're not concerned about that because as armies we know that they are always going to be there for each other they're going to come together there's nothing no power in the world can stop bts from being bts Anyway, so, so far, we've had two other members who have come out with their own albums. And these albums have been more about their individual tastes, their individual sort of, you know, ideas as an artist, their own personalities, basically. And it has been so much fun watching them sort of grow into these artists that they are as individuals because we know them as a band and they work beautifully they have great music ethics artistic you know sense and everything but as individuals it's just you know every member has a certain personality you know that they have tried to bring out in these solo works and it has worked wonderfully for them so far we've had namjoon or better known as rm uh, he just re recently released his album called indigo and then we have J-Hope's album called Jack in the Box that came out. And both of them have worked so hard on these albums. And these albums have done wonderfully. And now it was the turn for Mr. Park Jimin to release his music. And we had no idea, actually. We did not know this was under works for a long time until around February that he... Yeah, that's last month, right? Last month he announced that he was going to actually you know release his own album and 
since they started working you know on solo projects we have had this idea that yes every member is probably working on some stuff and we're going to be hearing about this anytime but this was so sudden and it just kind of basically threw everybody off because if we know something about Park Jimin it's the fact that he strives for perfection this guy is not going to rest until he has perfected everything to a T. So for him to be like, oh, I'm ready to introduce this work of mine to the public, it's a huge deal. And I feel like just that fact alone was what made everybody so excited to be finally able to hear his works. Now, for those of you who don't know who Park Jimin is, let me introduce him to you in my own way. So, Park Jimin, he is the kindest, most humble, most grounded, most beautiful soul that you could ever think of. And I know that I don't know him personally, but you don't need to know somebody personally to know that they're a nice person. It's just the way he smiles, it's just the way he interacts with people, and I've watched him interact with people of all sorts over seven years. And I think watching him at least makes me assured that this guy is not a human being, but an angel in disguise. Because how can a person be so cute? How can a person be so nice? How can a person be so inherently lovely? You know, he's the kind of person that when you think about them, you just automatically smile because they exude niceness, they exude happiness. They are, you know, they're the kind of people that when you think about them, makes you believe that good exists. You know, they make you feel like the world is a better place. And <laughs> I know, I'm just... <laughs> You could probably tell that he's my bias. I have an OT7 army, I love them all. But there's just something about Jimin that touches my heart. Like, we have a connection, okay? We have just a unspoken bond that we share. And so, when I saw him for the first time in that Spring Day music video, I just instantly fell in love. Just with his innocence. It just, he just has this little not little, a lot of this aura where you just want to wrap him up in bubble paper, you know, and just protect him because he is he's too pure, he's just too good for this world. And when you watch him interact with armies, when you watch him interact with other people, you get to know that he just wants to, he just has so much love to give. He just always wants to make sure that people around him are comfortable, are happy, and he's just that kind of person, okay? So, that is the person we're talking about today. And this angel, better known as Park Jimin, or Mochi, or Chim Chim, okay? There are so many names that we've had for, for him over the years. But this guy just came out with a whole album. A whole solo album. And, you know, I've watched him for seven years, you know, as an army, and... I remember that when having solo projects was not even on the table, right? And sometimes they would get asked about what they would like to do if they had the chance. This guy always talked about how he wanted to show off his true self to the world, which is apart from what he is 
you know, in BTS. And it made sense because as BTS, they all have certain roles to play, right? He's a vocalist, RM is a rapper. So, and yes, they do sort of influence each other. They have a very sort of, you know, fluid relationship when it comes to their music as a band because they talk about stuff. They are very you know they communicate they talk about things and it's very healthy you know it's all healthy and nice and you know what you would want to have in your life sort of relationship but as an artist sometimes you just want to you know explore things on your own right and he wanted to do that in order to do that he needed to have that space where he doesn't have to fit into a mold because with a group you have to sort of mold yourself at times right and he didn't want that there was always this sense of wanting to break free break out of his shell that he talked about when he wanted to solo music and he finally did he finally did and boy <laughs> it has been an amazing 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 thing to watch this guy bloom into this artist that he is today and after listening to this album i respected him as a BTS member i respected him as you know a very influential very talented artist but now i just i don't know it feels like we have developed a better more personal connection almost because this album is so raw this album just speaks to you on a very personal, very innate level, it touches some heartstrings that you don't know that you know it, you had, or that existed. And for somebody to you know take all the feelings, all the emotions that you're feeling, and then portray them in a song, in an album, in a way that you are just you know you're starstruck, you are spellbound because they are so true they're so raw they are so honest that you can't tell if it's somebody else or you know if it's you yourself who wrote these things or you know so it's it's it has been an amazing experience listening to this album and we'll talk about that so first of all let me just introduce this album it's called face and it just got released yesterday 24th of march and it comprises of five songs uh, and all of them are co-written by jimin and on three of them nam june is also credited for writing and it's been like just the fact that he has actively participated in everything i was you know reading an article about the process of this album and you know how they how it came together and it said that Jimin participated in everything from you know the jacket shoots to the music video concepts to the themes to the writing the lyrics to producing you know he even went to the US himself to oversee the the choir recording for one of the songs called set me free and it has like a orchestra sort of vibe to it so he went to the us himself to sort of be part of that so it was a very personal affair for him and he had you know time and again expressed this to armies and to people that this album showcased his inner self you know and so it was very personal and very raw and very honest and he was very nervous about it because i read an interview where he was like i don't know how people are going to take this because this is jimin 
you know, away from the stage. This is Jimin away from the spotlight. And some people might not like this Jimin. And some people might. But, you know, if I were to give an honest opinion, I feel like I relate with this Jimin so much more than I could ever imagine relating to the Jimin on stage performing for 60,000 people in a stadium. Because this Jimin is, you know, this Jimin went through things that I personally went through. And listening to this album, you know, reading these lyrics, they made me feel heard. They made me feel like I was not the only person going through these things. And I felt acknowledged. And I can't express how good that felt. So the album is called Face and well, face could mean a lot of things, right? Face is your your face, basically. But also it can mean to confront, to acknowledge, to sort of come face to face with something. And for Jimin, this album meant exactly that. Uh, he said in an interview that it is basically how he felt during the COVID, you know, pandemic and all his thoughts and everything that he went through during that time and just the you know mind space that he was in and he wanted to dive in and sort of confront that inner him he said that he when he was thinking about this he actually talked to the members other members and they were all you know like why don't you write about all this stuff and just you know make music out of that because that would be a better way for you to convey these things instead of just like talking about it, you know. And that's true because now this is not just him and his story, but it's become our story. And I love that. I love the fact that we can bond over this. We can talk about this. This has given way to a lot of people expressing their feelings or having the chance or the platform to talk about it. Because I feel like during this pandemic, a lot of us went through different experiences and we never really got to talk about it. We just kind of, you know, when the lockdown lifted, everybody just went back to their normal lives, but it wasn't normal anymore. This was a new normal and it definitely generated a lot of different um, emotions in all of us, which we were not familiar with, we, which we did not see coming. And so just having this album and listening to these songs and these lyrics and knowing that somebody else out there was going through the same things and so i'm not the only one who feels lost who feels like i don't fit in anymore so that's very reassuring in itself anyway so there are like five songs on this album called i'm gonna list them off from you know in a chronological order because according to jimin you gotta listen to it in a chronological order because it's all connected and when i heard the album you know i realized what he was talking about so first of all we have face off and then we have interlude dive and then we have like crazy after that we have alone and after that we have set me free part two and the album closes off with the english version of like crazy and for those of you who have ordered the physical album you get to get a surprise that is a hidden track called letter pyonji you know that 
basically Jimin has written for armies and I just heard that song earlier and I cried I like bawled my eyes out because the lyrics are beautiful and if you haven't heard that you probably should go buy the physical album or <laughs> I mean it's available on YouTube I guess by now so you could give it a listen if you don't want to buy the album but I would highly suggest you buy this album you will not regret it Like I've said before, the album is basically inspired and influenced by Jimin's experience during the lockdown and what he felt through. So, you know, in the album, he says that he describes the album as face, the reflection of myself in an unfamiliar appearance, face of facing the deepest part of inner self, an echo, tremor and small movement to reach you. Waves originated from the deepest invisible inner world pass through the face on the surface and reach others to resonate while transmitting the inner voice. Wave spreads beautifully, finding its own flow despite wounds and distortions from the smallest scratch. The face of unwavering effort despite repeated fails and pain. Now, this is intense, you know, as far as what the premise of the album is, because it's, it's a lot of inner dilemmas, it's a lot of fighting your inner self, your, you know, intrusive thoughts, everything inside you that you normally don't want the world to see. So it's a huge step in, you know, in the way of facing yourself, in the way of setting yourself free from all these things in front of, you know, in, in the journey of breaking free and finding your freedom and yourself. And on this journey of becoming the artist that he is individually you know so it was very significant in that sense but also when i was researching for you know this album i came across this really you know amazing phenomenon because if you've seen the you know jacket of the album it showcases like these circular waves like when you drop something into a pool of water and then these waves form you know, those circular waves, that's the kind of, like, concept the jacket has. And it says face on it. So I was just, you know, thinking of that. And then it says on the album as well that it's about circle of resonance. And I just realized this one theory that I had read about on some paper uh, about sociology. And it was about the circle of resonance being about relationships right? And apparently the meaning, the definition of it is that a reflection of vulnerable minds and unexposed wounds, right? Resonance can be defined as a form of world relation in which subject and world meets and transform each other. So basically it's one entity influencing the other. And how do they do that? They do it through emotions, they do it through affection, and it constitutes of a very experiential sort of relationship that is based on response rather than echoing. And what does that mean? That implies that in a relationship, you know, it's not important for you to mimic each other, right? It's important for you to fit together in a way that you have autonomy, but you have a synergic effect. You know, you create synergy right and because of the nature of these relationships they cannot be taken for granted 
and you can't expect them to just happen you know organically because you need to work for them you need to have the perfect setup you need to be able to have somebody um, reciprocate those feelings those emotions as well and also if you've heard of resonance you cannot always predict them to turn out the way you want so i know it's a lot of scientific jargon but what it kind of you know boils down to is the fact that resonance means to bring together two entities that are going to amplify each other right according to physics you know resonance is a phenomenon that only comes into being when and if through the vibration of one body the frequency of another body is stimulated and that kind of makes sense you know when you look at this album and it's so clever how they used this to sort of portray what Jimin wanted to say because what he's essentially doing is that he's breaking free from whatever is holding him back inside him and as he does so as he vibrates as he gains energy to set himself free he's also sort of starting a chain reaction right because the strength and the power that he gets whilst facing himself he's also projecting it on us the listeners his fans because when we get to see him you know try and strive to be his best self we also want to try and be our best selves and that is beautiful that is such a brilliant way to bring about you know thoughts and um to bring about what he thinks and what he wants to achieve and it's i think nobody could have done that <laughs> nobody other than jimin could have done this Whilst working on this album, Jimin has played with a lot of different genres. So initially, this is a hip-hop, R&B, pop album, but he has also experimented with trap, soul, and um, synth pop as well. And so it's a great mixture that showcases his range. And, you know, he has used these artistic tools in such a brilliant way to you know, portray the messages that he wanted to give and to create a vibe and feel and create a story out of, you know, this album. And I'm going to go through like each song and basically try to describe what I felt and what I perceived from these songs and what he was trying to say or how I could relate to them in whatever capacity. So we start off with Face Off, which is a strapsel genre. And it starts off with like these carnival sounds that bleed into his sexy voice. And right off the bat, even if you don't know the lyrics, you can tell that it has these aggressive, rebellious, intense undertones. And the way he talks is just, you know, it just portrays frustration at oneself like you know when you're too tired of yourself and when you were in that headspace where you're just you know hating everything around you and yourself and you just want 
you just want to be done you're so done with everything you don't want to think about it you don't want to talk about it and you're just like whatever you know that's the kind of vibe that this song gave and i'm looking at the lyrics when you know i focus on the lyrics it really kind of does sort of play into the whole headspace that a lot of us were when the pandemic hit because our lives were stuck here right we were stuck in this cycle of waking up every day going to sleep and in between some of us had nothing to do and that cycle of nothingness that emptiness it fueled the the kind of hatred you know it fueled all the negativity in us and there were times when i hated myself i felt pathetic and then i hated myself more for letting these thoughts get to me right and there's like this verse in the song face off that i really love and it goes like look at yourself why do you want more things but it's okay because that suits you babe and then he goes on and says tonight i don't want to be sober pour it up it's all effing over and then he goes break it down this is my usual story get it out i'm screaming like crazy so i've just translated the you know lyrics in english but basically what he's trying to tell is the fact that just you know when you're going through something so monotonous that you start hating it you start hating being yourself you just you question everything and you just want to dissociate you want to escape because the reality is just not what you want it to be and you can't do anything about it you can't actively change it so you are frustrated and you're angry at and you don't even know what you're angry at you you don't know what you're actually frustrated at so you just take it out on yourself and i feel like a lot of us could relate to that feeling so this song was really i think it's in my top 3 favorite songs i mean there are only 5 songs on the album so <laughs> all of them are my favorites in some capacity but this song really spoke to me cuz i could feel you know i could just imagine him sitting in his singing booth and writing these lyrics or wherever he was where he where he wrote these lyrics and just thinking back and reflecting on that time where the world felt like it had frozen in spot and you were the only person who was alive and you know free to do whatever they wanted but you couldn't do it you know you had all the time in the world but nothing to do and that drove a lot of us crazy i guess a lot of us felt very very frustrated at life in those times and this song has beautifully captured that that self-hatred that feeling of you know what the hell is going on why is this happening that in- intensity that you know aggression that just frustration this song really did sort of you know symbolize all of that and then the next song plays which is into a little dive and i feel like that really is a plunge into the actual inner darker basically thoughts and feelings that jimin wanted to sort of portray because it starts off with i feel like something is racing like a car or an aeroplane sort of thing and then all of a sudden it stops and then you hear a knock and then you hear just like there's this unintelligible chatter in the background and it feels like you know when you're lost and you're just 
going through the routine on autopilot that's the sort of vibe that it gave me and then it slowly bleeds into a crowd cheering that is basically armies cheering and then Jimin in the background talking about how you know it's him and it's nice to meet them and then you hear him panting as if he's running and if it's like in a maze and then he's trying to it felt like you know every single aspect of this you know interlude was basically I imagined him being in a maze and every turn he took there was something new coming at him so you know he's seeing people chatter around in the background then he sees armies and then you know he's just basically lost that's the feeling that I got from this interlude and then it all sorts of builds up and up and up and up and then it stops and then you hear a fluid being poured and then somebody glocking it down and that's Jimin. And basically, that was him finally giving into temptation and dissociating. And what did he choose? He chose alcohol for it. He chose drinking for it because, like you said in Face Off, that he did not want to be sober anymore because he wanted to escape. And so he's finally taken that sip and plunged into that headspace of not caring what the hell was going on. Okay, this next song, I think I was most surprised about because I have seen Jimin's sexier side. I've seen him being this sort of, you know, alluring, this uh, magnetic presence in other works. Like, he's acted like that. You know, he's had this persona in um, Blood, Sweat and Tears. He's had this persona in Filter most recently. And he just exudes that sort of like, you know, um, sexiness, that allure, that mysteriousness. And this song was that, but more. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe that because I watched the music video. This song is basically, you know, a title track as well. So uh, this music video just blew me away. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... Considering BTS, you always expect them to give their best and always come up with the most amazing, mind-blowing ideas and concept. But considering the fact that this album is talking about so many different emotions and this particular music video just, you know, takes you on a roller coaster ride throughout. And I don't know whether to laugh or cry about the fact that it made me just feel so unsettled and called out at the same time because you know that i don't know i don't know how to explain it but the visuals the concept the subtleties in in the you know portrayal of him being in this desolate uh what looked like a club a restroom and then him just being in the crowd and everybody's blurred out and it's just him in the center and the way they depict it know the feelings the emotions of being in a crowd but being alone uh the the feeling of longing the feeling of wanting to run away the feeling of you know wanting to escape but not being able to the feeling of you know feeling pathetic because you can't run away and because no matter how hard you try you know your conscience sort of bleeds in I'm pretty sure that me talking about it is, is not doing it any justice. You need to go watch this music video on YouTube. It's called Like Crazy. 
for you to get the actual you know impact of the song because the song alone is amazing it has such a you know light cheery vibe and the genre is synth pop so it's it's very easy going like a club song you know almost and but at the same time the lyrics are just <laughs> they get to you they really hit you so hard and that's just you know an underlying theme with any bts song actually not just jimin but they just have a way with words because they <laughs> I, I don't even know because sometimes i just can't comprehend the fact that these lyrics came from normal human beings because <laughs> they're not normal and i mean that in the most respectful way ever they are just out of this world they are so the song is actually inspired by the movie of the same name like crazy and apparently jimin said that when he was writing the lyrics he wanted to portray the sadness and you know the emotions of wanting to run away escaping so that you don't have to feel the pain to face reality so that's the kind of vibe he was going for and right off the bat when he starts singing in the song it's just you know it hits you like his his voice really hits you it's like a slap in the face right it wakes you up and you're just like okay where am i what is going on and it's kind of ironic because he wants you to escape but then you're just like sitting there and you're very aware of his voice and what he's saying and if you're watching the video you're like okay wow wow because the visuals are amazing the way they have showcased this you know lonely person sitting in his you know in his kitchen to being pulled into this alternate sort of reality that his brain has conjured up which happens to be a low-lit you know a club where everybody's dancing and he's just having the time of his life and you know it kind of portrays how sometimes when you're like you know frustrated and you're just sad you think of you know things in your head you make up scenarios in your head of being on a white sand beach and you know drinking martinis and stuff so that was the kind of why they went for it. and it played so well with the song and i think one of my favorite lyrics from this song is the ending where he goes like this will break me this is gonna break me no don't you wake me i want to stay in this dream and then he goes like don't you save me don't you try to save me i need a way we i need a way we can dream on so basically it's him trying to you know stay in the state this euphoric state the state where he is seeing everything in technicolor in this you know state where he doesn't have to worry about anything and don't we all want to do that don't we all want to just be happy in our little bubbles you know unbothered by everything that is happening in the world just for even a moment so that we don't feel the pain and it's just our brain's way of trying to protect us but ultimately we know that we have to wake up we can't be in this state forever but it's just that idea that keeps us going and basically to connect it to the previous song that's the interlude this is basically jimin in his haze after drinking and you know just you know all inhibitions lost this is him in his 
most truest, honest form where he's talking about, you know, how sometimes he doesn't he doesn't know who he is anymore. And there's this line that, you know, I really loved in the song which goes like Tika Alton Daral Chakien Molliun Golka which basically means that have I come too far to find the me that you used to know. And that you know when you're in a vulnerable spot where you don't know what's going on and i like to think that the song oh this entire album is basically him talking to himself is him you know fighting his inner self so all the things that he is addressing is to his inner self so in this case he's trying he's saying that he doesn't know if he's to come far to find that sort of familiarity that he so hopes he so craves because the normal before all of this happened was what he knew but now that he's come so far trying to find that trying to go back there he doesn't know if he's the same person if he he doesn't know if he will end up the same way that he was it begs the question that are we all ready to accept the fact that things change that we change are we ready to accept that change are we ready to let go of the past are we ready to embrace you know the present because i mean i don't know about other people i don't know about you but i do find it way hard to let go of the past i feel like yes i do tend to live in the past more because that's what's familiar that's what I've known these are the feelings that I've already felt and so sometimes I like to stay in the, in that space I don't want to be in the present but you can't do that right and the song beautifully depicted that it the song beautifully picked on on all those nuances and those thoughts and yeah I loved I think this is one of my favorite yeah top 2 favorite songs the next song that we have is called alone and <laughs> this song oh god this song so it's a melancholic r&b pop ballad basically and it starts off with the alarm bell ringing and so as the story is progressing in this album so far this is the point where he wakes up he finally wakes up from that haze he finally wakes up from that escaped reality he had run into and now he's about to face the reality again and this song is i think the most raw the most honest he has been as as an artist as a person with anyone and i imagine him like you know this is what he would probably be talking about when he's around somebody that he trusts like you know maybe another bts member or his family or somebody he really loves and holds dear because these are raw emotions these song it feels like you're reading somebody's personal diary almost and so i just and and the way the song like it's 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 very soft and he's just you know it's <laughs> i don't know how to describe it but i feel like it had the most lyrical gems in it there's a, you know this part where it's in the beginning actually and he goes sulchwe chamdulku kiyo kinachi anute 
when I'm drunk and I'm sleepy and I can't remember anything. Tinga ke paso chikam nega, bolha guinan gonchi, venaman iron gonchi. He says that, you know, when I think about it, about what am I doing and why am I the only person who's like this? Ani, moduga karochi, that no, everybody's probably going through this. And mebon quintanan chokhanan memosidi, hanchimake nakyocho. And the fact that, you know, the me that all this tries to act like nothing is wrong now seems pathetic to me. And that is so deep. So deep. When I read the lyrics, I just had to pause for a second because that hit, you know, hard. It, it hit somewhere really deep. And it felt like a personal attack because how many times have I sat down and, you know, tried to compare my life to others, tried to make it about myself, tried to think that, oh, I'm the only person who's going through this. I'm the most, you know traumatized person on earth and the you know biggest loser on this planet and everything and then i think about all those times when i was pretending that everything was okay when deep down nothing was okay nothing felt okay and to me that person who kept pretending felt like a freaking loser and i feel like i'm pathetic because i keep pretending that i'm okay when i'm not and this is, I think, as honest as you could get with yourself or anybody in that matter. So this song is particularly beautiful in that sense where now in his journey to sort of, you know, realize his true self, to face himself, he's come to the part where he's reflecting back, right? He's talking about all the things and all the times that he was not being truthful to himself and now he's talking about the loneliness that he feels and how it it just it feels like never ending and then ultimately the song i think the star of the album for me at least because jimin said that he wanted this to be the first song that he releases which he actually did before the album came out set me free part two um he wanted to release this first because it created that impact that he wanted because it's a very assertive song it's a very you know i'm here and i'm gonna stay kind of song right so it's the kind of song you would play at the entrance of i don't know some wrestling match when undertaker comes on stage like that's the kind of wipe he was going for and he achieved that because oh my god this music video is everything and not just because of the way they've played with the colors black and white and the lighting and everything and then jimin his in his leather jacket you know being all aggressive and all the dancers you know uh, moving in synchronization and it's alluring it's like mesmerizing it's almost hypnotic the way they've staged this performance so if you're curious you should probably go watch the video Also because of the artistic tools that he has used in this particular song because 
this song has a whole orchestral vibe to it like you have a choir in the background then you have like layered auto-tuned you know jimin's voice basically and then he has rapped in this song like i was not expecting that i mean for i, I think at this point there's nothing that bts can't do right but for jimin to just straight up start rapping i was like okay hold up part jimin what what but yeah that was a pleasant surprise actually i think if you want to have the full experience of the song you should definitely watch it with the music video because i think the choreography is a very vital part of what the song depicts so this is the song this is the part in his journey where he is now done with the self-loathing he's done with questioning himself he's done with the self-doubt and he's ready to fight he's ready to assert his presence you know and he's ready to take what he wants from the world and it talks about not caring about what other people think and not hiding from other people even if it hurts and it talks about you know it also gives a nod to one of their bts you know one of their group songs called on where they talk about going insane to stay sane so this is him basically accepting his insanity because that's the way he has survived and it's okay and he's no longer going to be you know harassed by it he's not going to let it chain him and he's going to fight for the freedom and this music video and you know is it's amazing <laughs> you have to watch it to get the full experience because i could only talk about so much but watching it i am losing my voice by the way <laughs> it just happens when I'm, I'm i've been constantly talking but anyways you have to listen and view this for yourself to understand this whole you know being reborn sort of idea that he has portrayed in the music video and in the song as well so it's very impactful it's a very energized very aggressive sort of song but not the aggression that we saw in the first song face off this is the kind of determined aggression where nobody can mess with me anymore i know that you know i am not flawless but i'm not going to be monopolized by that i'm not going to be manipulated by that anymore and that for him to acknowledge and say hits differently particularly because as an army i have seen him struggle with his image with the way he thinks the world saw him and it always hurt to see him you know be so conscious of how people you know saw him and what they thought of him and he was very sensitive about these things uh, since the very beginning and for him to just you know come out and be like i don't care anymore i'm gonna be me and this is what who i am and i love myself for that this journey of you know this journey of self-love that he's been on it's it makes me so proud as an army to watch him bloom to watch him grow to watch him accept himself and love himself the way he does and i think i'm gonna start crying now <laughs> so i'll stop here and then the album ends with the last song which is like crazy uh, and it's the english version of the song and um, i feel like 
I don't know why I prefer the Korean songs over the English songs. I mean, they make amazing music. They've they've made music in so many different languages, including Japanese, and that's a whole different world. Okay, BTS Japanese music is a whole different world, and I could like talk about that in a different episode altogether because there's so much to talk about. But anyways, but I prefer their you know uh, Korean songs more because it's just. The language and the way they portray different feelings in that particular language that I feel like English could never encompass. So I definitely prefer. Anyway, so if I were to choose my favorite favorite song off this album, I think it will be like crazy. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. <laughs> it just is. It's it's been stuck in my head for the past I don't know five hours since I've. No heard this but i just can't stop like it's it's embedded the envy is embedded in my head because of how impactful it was how much i resonated with it there's this one scene when he's in the hallway and there's like this black gray goo coming out of the walls it was so good like the you know the idea the whole metaphor that it was of how your conscience is bleeding into your thoughts even when you're trying to run away and when you're trying to escape but there's this darkness that creeps in when you're trying to pretend to be happy when you're in this bubble but all of this you know negativity and all these thoughts are trying to crush you or trying to bleed into the crevices of your mind that was so beautifully visualized and i loved it i loved every single look he had you know on this album on the the sketches on the software version, the hardware version, the photo concepts, and um, it actually the concept photos. Okay, the <laughs> concept photos were a a, huge, a whole deal within themselves because you get to see him. You know, basically it's a portrait shot, and then he has thorns coming out of his side, his eyebrows, his ears, and his neck, and in the software. You, portion you see him in like this fluffy in this fluffy cardigan sort of thing and it showcases two different you know ends of a spectrum and it showcases how he's you know he's vulnerable but then he's also healing from that so it, it was it was a lot to take in and i loved it i loved every second of this this whole you know the way he's gone about it so methodically so you know it, it it almost felt like a bts comeback the way he's gone about it and it just brought back so many memories of previous bts comebacks where they do this whole schedule where they release concept photos and then you know track list reveal and then they have teasers for the music video and then they release the music videos themselves and then they do like these interactions so he's gone about it in the more traditional way and it has been amazing and it suits him because he's the kind of person who really likes to stick to you know the traditions he's very big on that so it has it has been a whole journey so far and i loved every second of it and i'm so 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 proud of him and i'm so proud of namjoon and i'm so proud of j-hope for their music that i've really used and i miss jin so much and yeah, the other ones, Min Yoongi, he's preparing for his um, tour right now. And I guess a lot of people are going to be 
pretending that me on the other hand i'm gonna be in my room pretending that i don't exist <laughs> basically because <laughs> bts has no idea pakistan exists and even if they did i don't think that it's a good idea for them to come here at this very minute yeah a lot of stuff happening down here anyways and jungkook jungkook my man <laughs> this guy is adorable because he's just living in his happy little bubble doing the things that he loves coming on at like four in the morning cooking food and just you know having a breakdown over it as well that was hilarious by the way he just randomly came on two days ago and in the middle of the night it was like 4 a.m in korea at that point and then he was cooking he was he said that he was so sleepy but he was so hungry that he couldn't sleep so he prepared a whole dish you know and then he just kept adding random things that he could find in his pantry and then he was trying to justify all of that he was like he added like he pelted a whole slice of cheese into his stew and then he goes like we're gonna call it diet cheese because it's on top of vegetable but i was like <laughs> that was hilarious and then he was just you know he has this thing where he gets aggressive like you know he makes these angry faces when he is enjoying his food so he did that he basically fell off he literally went out of frame because he was enjoying his food so much and he was fist bumping the air and everything and then he just ate his food enjoyed his food and then he tried to play the guitar and he kept messing up because he was so sleepy so he just tried to rewind everything by doing <laughs> it sounds weird you know that sound but yeah that's what he did that was his idea of how to undo life basically and then he just went off so that was really random but really nice and then Young has a whole show going on like a cooking show thing where you know it's called Sojin's Kitchen and uh and he's been having like his own little journey of basically learning how to be part of a restaurant <laughs> And it's just adorable watching him on that show as well. So it's a reality TV show sort of thing. Is it called a reality TV? It's entertainment. It's pure entertainment. That's all I know. And I love him and Wushik and their little bond that they have. Actually, all of them. The Wuka squad, they're all amazing. So I think, yeah, I'm not missing out anyone, right? I've talked about everything. Namjoon. Namjoon is, you know, currently just enjoying his life i guess i hope that he's happy and he basically had a song with um soyun come out smoke sprite recently and that was so good so good oh my god so yeah um at the end of the day i think that's all that's all for me for now um i just want to say that if you've listened to me rant <laughs> and talk about this album so far thank you so much and please support bts please stream their music on spotify apple wherever wherever you want just stream and youtube as well of course and i love being an army and <laughs> i love park jimin park jimin sarangay army fighting bye bye